Skinner. This is Frank Shipton. Oh, I nearly swore at the office. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Frank. I'm rusty. Welcome back. Rusty. Rusty, as, rusty as hell. <laughs> uh, Frank Skinner on, uh, on Absolute Radio. You can text us on 8.12.15. Why don't you? I've missed it. I didn't get any text at all while I was away. And um, you can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio. Or you can email us through the Absolute Radio website. Oh, Mr Corbett. Mmm. So, get, let me start like this. I'm, I'm with um, Emma, Emily Dean, and also Steve Hall is here today. Good morning. Steve yeah. Hall is all over this show like a rash. He is. You know, he's got his in. little feet under the table. <laughs> he's the house guest who around Thursday says, um, I couldn't stay another week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's always a, always a joy. And, um, <laughs> oh, boy, I haven't played this for And they don't give you money, these house guests, right? I'm sorry. Sorry. These house guests, they don't buy anything. They might get like something a bit useless, like a box of chocolates or something. They'll never actually buy bread. No, you're right. right. Next week, that, the, uh, the hint is taken. Next week, I'm coming in with chocolates and bread. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, I was I, I got a car in this morning. I don't uh, I don't walk into Absolute Radio at that time of the morning. Anything could happen. It's people <laughs> on their way home is what you pass at that time of the morning in London. Not people going out. Yeah. And um, they're all on the ecstasies. <laughs> I can't. I can't walk around. Funnily enough, that's coincidentally actually, as I mentioned that. I, I don't know if I ever told you, but I did an interview with I think the Guardian. Lovely. And the woman who was interviewing me, this is a couple of years ago, probably said, um, "Oh, a friend of mine was on a, a train." Uh, with you, she sat opposite you, and she said, uh, "You did amyl nitrate for the whole journey." <laughs> wow. Um, I thought people are so indiscreet. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't that's true. Of a, that's a bit of a gay drug, isn't it? Um, I believe it is. If you have enough of it, <laughs> they all are. I find. I find ten pints of mild can be a gay drug. <laughs> Depends where you are, what kind of mood you're in. It's not normally the sort of thing you associate with a train journey. I'll tell you what, can I get a kick? Depends on your, depends on your train what, journey. I, I don't associate it with it, and that's um, breakfast radio. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> let us move on. Can I say that I'm anti-drugs, as is the Absolute Radio um, institution? Mm. Um, so, uh, we... Uh, yeah, so it was obviously a case of mistaken identity. Yeah. And then, um, this morning... I got the car, and uh, the guy said to me, oh, I gave you a lift s seven years ago oh. from Reading. And I thought, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's me, because I don't... I mean, I, I, you know, I'm out, I mean, we're all in Reading occasionally. I think we'll, I think we'll admit that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just go to look at that big uh, wind farm thing at one end of the football ground. Yeah. They've got an entire wind farm propeller thing and apparently it just operates the till in the club shop. That's, that's all the power <laughs> it generates. But anyway, um, and he said, yeah, I'll pick you up and I'll drop you down by... Um, you, you were by Maddox Street you got dropped off. I thought, I don't know what you're talking about, I don't know where. But I said, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, you know, when you did that, oh, um, yeah, yeah. oh, ring, oh, rings, oh. Um. And then he said, uh, we drove on for a bit. He said, you know, you know why I remember that journey? And I thought, was I doing amyl nitrate? No, I said, no, 
I'm white. He said, you gave me a £50 tip. I thought it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it so wasn't you, it darling. It definitely wasn't me, uh, under no circumstances. But what a great case of mistaken identity. Oh, my, I thought, you know what? I think that was Norton. He strikes yeah. me as a big tipper. Oh, what, do, you mean on, do you mean in Reading or on the train? <laughs> <laughs> um, that would change the shaggy song. You tip very generously. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. But then I thought, because I thought that's great, because he now thinks I'm the bloke that gave He's probably told lots of people that story, and it's, it's great publicity for me being a good guy. And I, then towards the end of the journey, I started to think, hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not anticipating uh, some sort of tip, is he, at the end of this? Mm. Every, and, that, and that covers every journey he's ever going to make. Yeah, and I thought that that was fair enough. But um, what a lovely case of being... I was mistaken for someone generous. Lovely. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've, uh, we've heard from the outside world already, Frank. That's exciting. You've been, uh, you've been spotted on your travels, on your sojourn. Simon, oh. at, Simon at work in Wimbledon is emailed to say, Morning, troops. How did Buzz enjoy Cropridy? He says, uh, Simon says, I saw him and Frank mooching down the towpath last week, not, many, not making any eye contact, although seeing as I'm a six foot five crop haired goon with nine teeth and currently rocking a full ginger Brian Blessed, amazingly currently single, Miss D, oh. it's hardly surprising. He asked, Did you glamp it up on a canal boat or mingle with the hoi polloi in the fields? Um, I did neither of those things. I drove down on the morning and drove back that <laughs> night. <laughs> Which I think was for the best, really. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, he I, says the Levelers were the best band, followed by the Peak Bog Fairies. Did he? Mm. We're all in Tots Valley. I thought Nick Kershaw <laughs> sang like a beautiful angel. I'm, I'm a big Kershaw fan. And I met uh, Tom Robinson as well. Very nice. Oh. Yeah, he was. How's he these days? Well. A friend of mine was on a train journey, sitting opposite him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, um, obviously he's changed in many ways, but yeah. he seemed... Uh, he, he had a he walking glad. stick, actually. Oh. Um, which always looks good, doesn't it? I almost dream <laughs> of an injury. I, there was once I did my back in and I got legitimately... The hospital gave me a walking stick. <laughs> he looks so good with a walking yeah. stick. He my, dad's, like a, my dad's got a walking stick. A, it's a, a bit Sir John yeah. Gilgood. Yeah, does he carry it well? He carries it well. He had, well, he had polio, so it's a sort of a oh. necessary thing. I don't, I don't oh. want to take things Buzz down. Kill. He looks. He's the coolest. He's the coolest, coolest, coolest polio survivor in town. <laughs> oh, but you couldn't say that when Ian Jury was alive. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I just think I like the idea of looking like the slightly, uh, the slightly crippled uh, ballet master. That's what I want to look like. <laughs> I think we all do deep down. <laughs> um, so. Yes, I went to the... I've I got to be honest with you, and I know probably as a music radio presenter I shouldn't say this, but I don't, mm. I don't love festivals. Don't you, Frank? <laughs> I don't. Why not? Because I find one thing that you can never really get at a festival is cosy. Oh, how do you say cosy? I thought <laughs> you were going to say something else. And I like to, <laughs> I like to be cosy. You know what I mean? I like mm. to think, ooh, co and I, I was, I'm always out. When you're at a festival, you're always out. Even if you're in a tent. I know what you mean. You're out. It's a long time to be out, three days. <laughs> Were you in a tent then? No, oh. but even wonder about when you are. Okay. And, uh, it depends, so you went to Crop... Where is Cropridy? Cropridy is in Oxfordshire, and it, it's the festival. It, it's built around, really, Fairport Convention. The uh, oh, yeah, right. folk rock legends. Yeah. And they, they close it, but there's all sorts of other people. Who else was on? Alice Cooper was on. Oh, lovely. Um, not that folky. It's, it's <laughs> just music. <laughs> Did he have all his leathers on? Uh, I missed Alice Cooper. He was on the night before. A folk version of any of his songs, does it? 
Does he do school? Is school's, school's out? out school's out with a hey, nonny, nonny. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing not. <laughs> and I went to I went to buy a um, super long hot dog from a store. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they were described as. Oh yeah. And uh, you have to be careful with a super long hot dog. That you're not just buying a super long bap with a, with a normal sausage yeah, cut yeah, into yeah. two and put in both ends and then filled <laughs> with onion. But it was it was a long sausage, I must say. And the man said to me, uh, I, I, so I was getting served. And the bloke who was, like, not serving me, but who clearly was the boss of the, the store... He was the gaffer. ...said, um... Oh, uh, we've met before. Oh. And everybody <laughs> in the queue started staring at me, and I thought, oh, no, I've been identified now. And he said, um... I sold you a corn on the cob at Gay Pride. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he did. fabulous. I've obviously in got fairness. a gay lookalike. Yeah. Uh, he's called a- Graham Norton. But I have been to I've been to Gay Pride in Brighton and maybe I did buy a corn on did the Did you top. give him a sizable tip? Um, Financially? I didn't I, re- I didn't no. I really did not No, no, I never I never tipped my hot dog man. I think that's getting a bit no. too far. And then I had one of those things where someone came up to me and they said, Ah, no, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> and I never oh, want to say my name because no. it's a bit it's a bit desperate. And he said he was like a, he was a kid, he was about I say a kid, he was about 16 or 17. He said, oh, come on, what's your name? What's your name? And I said, to him, I, don't, I, I don't, you know, you have, to, you have to come up with my name. And he said, um, oh, would I be right in saying, would I be right in saying that you won a national television award? And I said, maybe. I didn't. Oh, I never dang. have. I never have won one. <laughs> but I wasn't going to say no. That wouldn't be right because I thought well, he, <laughs> he might have thought you were Stephen Tomkinson. That's your other looky likey. That, that's it. Yeah, I thought he was going to say Stephen Fry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have worn that seatbelt. Looking back. <laughs> but anyway, uh, then he said, "Hold on, he's my dad, dad." So then his dad came over and he said, "What's his name?" By now. <laughs> It's you know he's pointing at me like I'm an in, like I'm a wardrobe. <laughs> he's, what's his name? And his dad says um, Frank. Oh, oh, the dad's doing well. And then, then his dad says Frank. Oh, where's your mother? Your mother will know. And I thought, what? I need an entire family now to identify me. Where's my agent? That's what I thought. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute. Radio. Frank, you were talking about uh, Tom Robinson earlier. 131 says, Frank, did Tom give you some barley water? Oh, Robinson's barley. I hope that isn't some seedy joke. No, but it's 131. He's one of our regular oh, plumbers. That's all right. well, he's all in black as well, Tom. Of course he was. I don't understand the all in black people. You know, people that never, ever wear anything. Johnny Cash, okay, but that's it. Mm. Um, Particularly in the hot weather. He'd have been suffering. But you do see... I always, I always associate it generally with mental illness. People are all in, <laughs> all in black. Especially, people in the fashion industry. Especially if, they, you know, people in England who wear one of those bootlace tyres, bolero <laughs> ties, and like a mock leather... Oh, God. Be careful. It's right up there with more than four badges. That's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, lined writing paper in letters. OK. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I, I was at Cropredy. That was my uh, festival of the summer. Mm. And uh, I'll tell you what was, sweet. Uh, a, a dad came up to me with his son, who I'd say was about 
12 or something like yeah. that. I'm not very good at guessing the ages of children. <laughs> that would be a quote that we'll hear <laughs> from some yeah. celebrity <laughs> over the next 12 months. <laughs> and um, he... Uh, this, I signed a... I had a photo with a kid, and the kid said to me, oh, you, you're a lot taller than you look on the radio. Which oh. I, I thought was quite a funny yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And off he went. And then he came back about ten minutes later. I was talking to him. He came and said, I just want to say this as a thank you. And he gave me a Cornetto. Lovely. I never get a thank you for having a photo. Did you eat the Cornetto? I did eat the Cornetto. And, and, How did you feel afterwards? Did you wake well, up three days later? as you probably <laughs> guessed, there was a little bit of... Um, Dog excrement towards the pointy end. <laughs> so well, you know, a joke's tell. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, li I like a practical joke as much as the Vespa. No, I didn't detect anything in it, and I didn't. I didn't go, "Oh man, everything's orange" after I'd eaten it. Okay, it wasn't that kind of festival. <laughs> like hey, hey, man, there's some bad cornettos out there. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it wasn't like. Yeah, I don't think there was any. Uh, it's been a very drug talk this morning. What do I know about it? I had a junior aspirin in '64. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last one. Mm. That'll be another quote. <laughs> so, yeah. But then, um, oh, now, this guy said, this guy came up to me. Was he he had, still at the Fairport still, Convention? Still there. He had um, a shaved head. Oh. No. Talking a bit taxi driver. Which, uh, at a folky festival, he's going to stick out. I just presumably. think generally. It's aggressive looking. I've done, oh, yeah. I'm wondering if it should be made illegal, along mm. with all dogs. <laughs> um, it's a controversial policy. Well, <laughs> someone has got to I clean see, up this mess. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not going to lie. I know he's not here to defend himself. I don't like it when the cockerel shaves his head. He doesn't shave. He shave has a close crop. It? It's a bit keeper of the order. I yeah. don't like it. <laughs> I th yeah, but I he think, goes kind of suede head, doesn't he? I think the, the cockerel is a man who went to drama school, but has never quite lost <laughs> that northern need to appear a bit hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he is quite—he is quite a hard man, the cockerel. Is he? Yeah. Why are we talking about Mike's next boyfriend? He's still around. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he looks very hot, so it's fine. But the the shaven creature approached yeah, you. Yeah. So he and there's a thing. This has only happened to me about three times. But he put his arm around my neck for the um, oh. photo, and then he squeezed quite hard. Ah. Uh. And yeah, I didn't like it. No. He had sportswear on as well, which is another oh. very bad <laughs> sign. What were the shoes? Sportswear at the Fairport Convention Festival. What, when you say sportswear, what, an England shirt or something? Just, uh, oh. I think it actually it was a, it had Man United on it, but it wasn't a Man United shirt. Oh. It was a sort of a club shot coat, oh, I mean. <laughs> it's a step up the bunny ears behind the head. That's, that's, that's oh, kind that's, of, that's route one. You know but, what, but, what are we going to do about these people? <laughs> 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 what, are, what are people like us, sort of just gentle people who like <laughs> to read what are we going to do about people like that well there was that judge who no oh, what are we going to do about it that's this this morning's that's text 8 12 15. <laughs> are you talking frank so people is it the well, shaved today, head? also today I'm, i must play the next record um, but also to uh, this week i was driving down the road and there was a big line of traffic on the other side and i thought well obviously this car will pull in and the car didn't pull in it just oh. kept going so i had to back up even though the traffic was on the other side of the road and the man who went past sure enough had a shaven head oh. and i thought <laughs> what are we what are we gonna do wow. so i thought to myself when are the, the good people gonna do something about the bad oh, people Eight twelve fifteen. <laughs> is sterilization the answer no i don't want to do anything horrible to him i want to re-educate but we could start by banning the shaved head. And all dogs. <laughs> <laughs>
Hills. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had some excellent text messages in already. Uh, yeah. Leah's Lee texted to say, God help any shaved dogs in Frank's world. Yeah. <laughs> you do get shaved dogs. 218 you? says, I shaved my head about two months ago in an attempt to make my balding look intentional. I instantly look like a long-lost Mitchell brother. Depressing. That's Mike yeah. from Oxford. And he's from Oxford, so he does. He sounds a nice boy. He might have been at Cropperdy, for all we know. But, mm. uh, yeah, I think a lot of people do that, obviously. They're going bald, and they think, oh, well, if I shave it, people will think I've deliberately... Yeah. But, um... We know, just FYI, we, know. we never fall for that. No, we know. <laughs> we, we know. We know. We think, oh, now you've... You've, you've just... Why don't you go for that lovely Nick Robinson, Philip Larkin <laughs> yeah. hair just round the back and sides? Much nicer. The balder I go, people are suggesting I shave the head. And if I was... I've got a massive Steve. face. I've got a gigantic nose. Because I would look so gargoyly if I shaved How my long head. do you think you've got? Uh, I'd give myself on three or four years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you'd, I thought you'd I think about accidentally <laughs> up and his <laughs> test results. Career-wise, a fortnight... I'd say, hair-wise, what would you say, Frank? I think you've got seven or eight in you. No, uh, you've got the kind of hair at the front that makes me tense. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 sped up as well. Yeah, but I, I wish you'd just make your mind up. At the moment, it's like <laughs> watching a van on the end of a precipice <laughs> with people in it. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> but I think you'll be all right with it, because you've got that sort of... You've got a kind face. So you won't have that threatening, horrible heart. Yeah. You, oh, but don't shame you. Anyone going to tell me I've got a kind face? Please don't. <laughs> um, 454. Hi, Frank and Emily. He, she didn't say Steve. I was going to lie to make you feel better, but I didn't. <laughs> we were at a pub lunch last Sunday in Farnham, and my missus noted I was the only man in there without a shaved head. Oh. Yeah, and I hope you left very soon <laughs> yeah, afterwards. I don't know if that's a comment on Farnham implicit there. My I don't know. Far- Farnham, all I know is there's an air show, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think Steve Williams, who is uh, a friend of the show, I think he's moving to Farnham. Is he moving uh, so to he... Farnham? Steve Williams now. <laughs> <laughs> so he may have to shave his head. I to think fit I in. think you got me. Oh, that's, that's the name of his new album. <laughs> <laughs> moving to Farnham. That'd be a great name for an album, wouldn't it? Yeah. Should we move to Farnham <laughs> just to see what happens? <laughs> okay. That'd be great. We've had a, we've had another text from Nugget. Oh, uh, Nugget. Uh, who says, morning, Mr. Radio, Miss Emily, Wikistevia. Welcome back, Frank. Wikistevia. Uh, oh, it's his name now. Says, uh, he says, Frank, so your doppelganger, well, almost, Peter Capaldi is the new doctor. I was relieved to hear you back on our airwaves this morning, as I thought you may have offed yourself after not getting the nod. Oh. Uh, cheerful from Nugget there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you'd have been great, but I think Peter Capaldi might be pretty good. Just saying. Oh. Yes, I think that... Frank, what did you think? Because you I, weren't I did think that's news. my last chance gone. <laughs> <laughs> because save Capaldi does three years which mm. is the sort of average i think for for a doctor not counting your ecclestons and stuff yeah um then by they're not going to want a doctor who looks a bit like the last doctor or the whole regeneration <laughs> thing they'll do a regeneration no, and so the assistant right. will say did it not work <laughs> and i'll say no 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 i have changed but not as much as they usually do um <laughs> So uh, I think that's it for me. Now, that's my. Were you pleased gone. though? I thought you'd be a fan of. Capaldi. Oh no, I think he's, I think it's part of Stephen Moffat's scorched earth policy. Bringing a, an older Doctor Who, <laughs> all the kids will stop watching, and when he leaves the show, the whole show will collapse around us. <laughs> now apparently there was lots of kids on uh, Twitter four saying, um, <laughs> oh, "I won't watch it again because you know I don't want to watch an old man." Close Is that what up. they said? Yeah. Oh, they'd rather the old one who sold Peruvian hats in Camden no, Market. No, but if you... Um, <laughs> who's that? That's Matt Smith. 
He does look a bit like that. Uh, no, I know what you mean, yeah. But he, he is sort of beautiful, Matt Smith. And, uh, and, and I think Eccleston... The young always are. Um, Tennant and Matt Smith could all be, all be described as handsome young men. Mm. Um, and I think the idea was that that got in your female fans. Very patronising. Yeah. That's like women going to football because they like their legs. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I actually think he'll be brilliant. And I saw him in the Lady Killers in the West End where he spent the whole thing wearing a very, very long scarf. Oh, in you. Hey. Hey. Not weird. Because, you know, because the long... <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. We've heard from the outside world again. Rich in Isleworth on the subject of how to make uh, Britain a better place, away from shaved dogs and the like. Yes. Uh, he said, introduce police power on the spot checks. Oh, sorry. Introduce police power on the spot checks. Oh, OK. <laughs> I've, got that. I've got the cadence of that all wrong. Mm. Uh, he said, anyone in sportswear has to prove they can actually do the sport or be compelled to wear US-style orange prison jumpsuits. I think that's that would be do. all right. That's fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm worrying now. That I'd I, style know, it up with a belt. I don't want to make it a horrible... I'm trying to fight against people who are aggressive and right-wing. So I, I want to try and find a way of making the shavy heads into nicer people. So, because I can't live with okay. them anymore. Here's a question Guantanamo for you, Frank. Frank. I can't live with them anymore. Okay, Simple Frank. as that. <laughs> Who's worse, cigar smokers or shaving heads? Um, well, I think they're a different category, aren't they? I think cigar smokers are less likely to um, rip your face off. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just a bit obnoxious and, and a bit um, full of themselves. But um, I think uh, I'm generalising, by the way. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, they're less frightening. Okay. Okay. You know, this is based on the theory uh, that you must have heard that like only about three percent of humanity is truly good. And only 3% is truly evil, and the rest mm. of us are just followers. Oh. So whoever we're in the company with, we're sort of, we're, we're going to be good or bad. So if we can get rid of, we cut down that 3% of the evil, yeah. we could, everyone yeah. would be lovely. Yeah, that, if we can just well, combine but... it into one distilled, if we can get like Catherine Jenkins in some sportswear, getting mm. someone in a headlock, mm. and then she can take all the evil of the world on. And kind of eliminate, should sort of make the average better for the rest of humanity. Have you quite got your head around Catherine Jenkins? You know, she epitomises evil. Mm. <laughs> okay, anyway, look in let's... your face there, like like uh, like you'd seen Damien in the Omen. I found, I found it incredibly awkward. Um, Three six zero <laughs> has texted in. Hi, Frank and team. On your show of twenty seventh of July, I like the legality of this. <laughs> yeah. You talked about not liking how people said things. I don't recall, but it sounds like it could have been us. I.e., don't like hot weather. You sp oh, I remember that, Frank. No, you remember it, that? it was people saying they do like yeah, hot weather exactly. because they wanted to sound cool and calypso <laughs> yes. instead of uh, saying, oh, God, it's hot. I hate this. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't want to sound all dull. On the same show, you spoke about Denise Lewis's hair being tidy and neat. My girlfriend said, doesn't he mean neat and tidy? That's what I've got to put up with. Great show, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that, Steve. <laughs> Her hair is getting more severe every day, though. I love it. She's starting to look like an avant-garde artist from the 1930s. Mm. Good old Denise. <laughs> That's Lewis, not well. Yeah. So, talking of neat and tidy, old Steve uh, has been boring us somewhat this morning, or he's boring me with talking about his household chores. Well, it's, I, 
Um, what chores? Exactly. Well, that's the thing. I'm given so now, few. Now, did you not know that old oh, musical oh, joke? Yes. When they say I haven't done the chores yet, and somebody says what chores, and you say thanks very much, I'll have a double scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's, one of the cla- it's one of the great classics. You don't, can I, I, I just know that say in the he context doesn't... of Jaws, the film? Oh, have yeah. you seen that new shark film, Jaws? What's Jaws? That new oh. shark. Oh, but from the seventies, as in that was when it came out. Oh, okay, that's obviously been modernised. Mm-hmm. It could be. What's, have you seen the the baddie in in James Bond with the big teeth? Yeah, could mm-hmm. be. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, my chores have been horrendous this week. Oh, what's I've, been going I've, on? Let, I've let my wife down badly. I've given one thing to do, which is I meant to take the recycling out. Uh, and I get a bit obsessed with it. And ordinarily, I'm all across it. Uh, and I forgot to take it out this week. The recycling, what, what, uh, what is in, it's in like a separate bag? Well, uh, Camden uh, Council, they've now combined it. It used to be that you're, uh, uh, you had paper separate and everything else your plastics in your glass mm. in, in, in a different box. But now everything is a free-for-all, and they sort it themselves. Yeah, I don't, right? think, I don't think it's ever sorted. No, I, I totally agree with you, Frank. <laughs> I'm very I much... I totally agree. One can only think of the railings in World War Two. you know. That? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, people used to send in, uh, tear down their railings right. and stuff, and all sorts of, give all sorts of metal to, for use for gun, guns mm. and <laughs> bomb casing. And they found they were just dropping all this scrap metal in the Solent. It couldn't actually be used and recycled, but it just made people feel good they were helping the war yeah. effort. And I think recycling works the same way, doesn't <laughs> it's, it's, it? I don't think it's actually just recycled. Being dumped, it's being dumped off I'm not somewhere. blaming them. It's a, you know, it's a picky old business, recycling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I get we all so feel like we're doing it. something. I get obsessed because I get... If, 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 I if you, Every now and then they forget, they leave it, and I take <clears> it personally. <throat> if, if, they, if they don't You take up, it personally? What, by car or by <laughs> <Yeah>. foot? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have to take it by hand to the nearest bin. I like a dime. I get so upset. Because I started going, why do they... I actually once said to my wife, why do they hate me? about oh our recycling and I had a small breakdown. But see, it makes you feel better because you think you're recycling. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I've now, well, the moat has been removed from my eyes. Now Now that I realise there's no point in bothering, it's been dumped in the Solent on top of old railings. Yeah, well, th- um, that is a fact, though, I think, so. Really? I'm, I'm not saying it happens now, but I am saying it happens now. <laughs> I can't bear recycling. OK. Um, <laughs> I think that's the trailer sorted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind a chore, though, around the house. I oh, I love say. a chore. Have well, you got, I, what's your favourite chore? I'd say... changing nappies, I think. Oh, that's, oh, a good that's one. nice, yeah. I like changing nappies. I, I it's, got, it's got none of the uh, guesswork of wiping your own bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you can really make absolutely sure that it's spotlessly clean. Whereas, you know, it's, uh, it is a guessing game, isn't it, when you do oh, it? Oh, yeah. 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 You, you know, you just there's, yeah. there's a lot of um, hit and hope. <laughs> yeah, about it. Nice when it's all clean and nice as well. Love it. Nice new nappy. Oh I'm yes, about the yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you really feel like you've done him a good turn. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, I like that one. Least favourite, I would say cleaning glasses. I'm terrible at cleaning glasses. I get them so smudgy. I don't mean spectacles. <laughs> you mean wine glasses? Oh, you mean wh- I mean you know tumblers. Well, they cleaning get... tumblers. I had a job they at the get... circus. No, <laughs> I. Um, they get so smeary. They are. And the smears. I tell you something. Every glass in our house looks like we've drunk milk out of it. Yeah. And I never have a glass of milk ever. I haven't mm. since the seventies. 
And, <laughs> but it's always got that line on the top. Like, like I tell you the worst, champagne glasses. I find that very difficult to get to get what, into the groove. What glasses generally? They're a bit narrow. You can't get your yeah. hand in. Yeah. So you get those sort of so-called <laughs> glass cleaning brushes that they just move the milk line so it's a bit less <laughs> even. <laughs> That's a horrible job. I like the dishwasher though. I like slotting all the elements into the little oh, grooves. It's like Connect Four. I, I love it. I can't stand it. Like a, an elaborate game of Tetris. That moment when, like... you, when you switch the dishwasher on oh. and you look across and there's two mugs on the coffee table. <laughs> they almost taunt you. Yeah. Have you ever done that thing of opening the door? Oh. <laughs> when it's I... like the hot water dripping <laughs> down and somebody get the... Oh! Oh! I love it when you get a little steam, a little facial. From the steam coming out. I like that. That is a way of doing it. We'll come back to chores. And what's your least favourite and favourite uh, chores? Y- you, mate. <laughs> yeah, and put some pants on. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Steve Hall. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Some of you already have, for goodness sake. Mm. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio and uh, email us through the Absolute Radio Webby. I'm <laughs> calling it the Webby. <laughs> oh, I hate that. We've had a couple of different texts in from, from a few different people pointing out that it's not Farnham that's got the air show, it's Farnborough. Oh. So uh, we've <laughs> let down the uh, people I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, people who've suddenly done a U-turn in order to head to Farnham <laughs> <farm in this world. laughs> saying, I mean, I told, I, I said check it, didn't I? <laughs> and now they're having to do another one. I'm not saying it's today, by the way. Don't go to Farnborough today for the air show. It might be there, it might not. Yeah. I mean, what is an air show? <laughs> it's a stiff neck the next day, that's all it's about. <laughs> it can't be safe, can it, an air show? Well, that's I only associate no. air shows with with if you see with if you disasters. see the news cover an air show, you know something bad's happening. Exactly, yes. Usually in Russia. Oh, do you find so? Usually that's in Russia, it's um, wouldn't be a bad T-shirt logo. Anything, <laughs> ba- anything bad happens. Um, oh, we've had a tech. We've had quite a few texts and emails in Frank. I, frankly, I don't know where to begin. Uh, let's start with John Wilson. You okay. were talking about people with shaven heads earlier. He says, make skinheads, notice I say skinheads, not skinheads, Yeah. make skinheads paint flowers on their heads. That'd be good. But really, we want to do it, don't we? Don't we? Yeah. Couldn't we? Because really, that would be, if you approach that hostile sort of guy with the shaven head, Mm. the way, do you remember in Tiananmen, was it Tiananmen Square where they got... Guy, no, it wasn't Tiananmen Square. Oh, Tiananmen Square was. Was it in Hungary where the guy put um, flowers down the top? Yeah, yeah. Was that Hungary? Or was it, pra- yeah, it was Hungary or Prague? Yeah, anyway, so they put flowers down the turret of the tank and it was a beautiful example of peace triumphing over, over violence and aggression. Maybe we could put flowers into them. Maybe through what their heads. If we could get sharp flowers, <laughs> thorns, you could just slap a uh, rose on the side <laughs> of their head, on the back of their head. Yeah. Oh, we could all carry gaunt- wear gauntlets, if you see a man with a shaven head, <laughs> slap him on the back of the head with a rose and it'll be stopped there. I might leave a lipstick print on his head as well. Yeah, he'd just cover it with his hood. Oh, OK. Anyway, we, we would, yes. We've had some other texts. I like, the, I like the flowers on the head. We'll work on that. 631, 
Frank, I work in a recycling plant, and you are correct. It all gets dumped in one heap, even if it comes in sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news from Shadwell there. That's a big news story for the day. That is, that is, Shadwell, the voice of controversy. We, we need the whistleblowers to, to point <laughs> out the truth. That is that is like that guy. Who's, he's going to have to live in Russia now. He's like Deep Throat. <laughs> he he's like Dump Throat. He will. We'll have to find him somewhere. One of us will have to put him up now, because he's going to be pursued by... <laughs> The recycling. Come oh. and stay with me, Shadwell. <laughs> I love that. It's a great name. <laughs> mm. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We were talking about the chores, the domestic chores, what you like and what you don't <laughs> like. We've had an overwhelming response as well. Oh, People four, feel strongly about five, this. maybe? That's six. six or seven. Well, okay. <laughs> Dizzy Lizzie says, changing light bulbs, they scare me. <laughs> I understand that. They are quite scary. But if, she, but if she's got that name, Dizzy Lizzy, because of her <laughs> terrible vertigo <laughs> problems. How many Dizzy Lizzies does it take to change a light bulb? I haven't changed. See, the light bulbs in my flat, they're not the, they're not the dangling, put a shade on them type. They're sort of embedded in the ceiling. Oh, if yeah. they go, I think you just have to leave them. You have to sell the house. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I wouldn't know. No, I know how to change those. I'll come round, get a Doctor Who box set, because I'm up for that now. Okay. <laughs> Well, I've just got regenerations. We can sit and watch all the various regenerations right the way through, and then I'll I'll do a live Peter Capaldi at the end. <laughs> I'd pay good money for that. Uh, we've had some other ones, haven't I'd we, pay Steve? We have good money for it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe from Hearn Hill has, uh, has texted in to say his worst chore has to be changing the bed covers. It's a nightmare, especially hungover. Oh, they have to be hungover, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just move about in the night. I find... It depends what kind of a week I've had, I find... Really? On how difficult I find it. Mm, yes. how, how often are you supposed to change bed covers? Once a week. Oops. Um, uh, well, I... I'll ask the cleaner. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Do you ever find that fitted sheets are never... They don't give you much... There's not much give in a... In a That's you know, what I you like. You get to the end and you're like... That's what I like. You get it over the corner of the mattress. And if you read... I've done it when you really, really force it over. And the mattress is, is slightly raised <laughs> in one corner, like an old sandwich. Yes. Because you forced over the, the fitted sheet. Can't they just give a bit more in a fitted sheet? No, because then it'll go wrinkly in the mid-area, no, no, in, in the it, midfield. If it closed, if it closed, like, tighter underneath rather than just around the edges. Are you with me? Like, I um, am with you. But, yeah. but it ends up looking like the bed has put on weight. Like, it had, mm. the, it had the sheet fitted, and then it's put on a few It's pounds. trying to fit into a size zero now, and it's yeah, not working. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, that is terrible. <laughs> I'm thinking, though, in my, in my bed-wetting days, I could have maybe... I uh, wonder <laughs> if I could have forced the shower cap over the bed, looking back. <laughs> it would have been tight, but it would have been worth a try. I could have put one on me, I suppose. I could yeah. have just sat in one, like a frog on a lily pad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tone from Battersea is a slightly unusual chore that uh, they enjoy. I don't know if tone it could be a male or, or, or a female, but their favourite chore is, I love hooking a sausage from under the cooker as you get a few treats you didn't expect. Oh. So mm. possibly from that, tone may actually be some sort of canine. Who's, uh, who's looking for treats? Yeah, because I wouldn't have thought it happens a lot to see a sausage under the cooker. Or is that an Alan Bennett play? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never go under the cooker anymore. There used to be bits down there. Yeah. See, I, I grew up with a dog and there was... You wouldn't find a sausage anywhere. <laughs> no. That used to be the joy of just throwing meat into the air and it never landed. 
The dog had just taken it like a dolphin at some Fantastic. sort of display. Brilliant. Frank Stephen Watford says, Dear all, mixing all the recycling is called co-mingling. A lot of councils are introducing it. I believe they do it in um, mortuaries, crematoriums. Oh. That I, I was told that it all gets all mixed up together and if you go around for your relatives' ashes, they just, you know, they just... It's a pick and mix. They just dip some out, yeah, and you get you get out all sorts. Oh, dear. But, you know, Fantastic. it's the thought that counts. We've had one final choice. Tony Harris, his his favourite, his least favourite choice, lifting my feet so the missus can vacuum under them. <laughs> That's a text that's taken nearly 40 yeah. years to come through. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank, you know who we've heard from? Do you remember Emma Jackson, the athlete? Oh, she, the yes, she was, at, she was at a big tournament and yeah. she was um, listening to us before a race, I think. She's and one did, of our celebrity listeners. Fantastic. Didn't she have a smiley Korean in the same room? I seem to remember. I your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> was a smiley, was a smiley Korean in the same room, and it, she thought he was smiling at her because she was laughing oh, at yeah. the radio. Oh. Uh, she has texted us this morning. Exciting. I love a celebrity who gets involved. Now, I don't mind her wearing sports gear, if that's her gripe. No. No, I'm no, exactly. She's that. entitled. She says, um, strangely, I love sweeping the kitchen floor. I think it makes me feel a bit like Cinderella. No, I didn't think people still swept. Do no. people still sweep? Again, you'd have to ask my cleaner. <laughs> Do you we, think well, she's we... got one of those those brooms like what the witches have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, don't I don't know. I don't. Do they? I thought you just vacuum now. Well, there are still well, someone, someone help me with this. There are still sweepers out there. Clearly, okay. Well, it's great. Well, we I mean, sometimes sweep. We've got it a... could be part of a um, regime yeah. for all we know. We sweep a bit. Yeah, because yeah, we've got a we've got a sort of you know the place we rent's got like laminate flooring. Doesn't it bring so, up a lot of dust? Yeah, well you can get rid of the that's you know generally getting rid of the dust is a good idea. Yeah, but when I used to when I was a labourer in a glass factory, I used to have a squeezy bottle full of water. I had to squirt that on the dust before I could sweep oh, up, really? so the dust didn't rise up and irritate people. You see, you in a glass factory, given your hatred of the smear <laughs> on the glass, I can imagine that work you found that I know. very tricky. Do you know what we weren't allowed to throw stones either? <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you know what we need to talk about this morning? We haven't discussed um, Jeremy Paxman. Oh, yes. This happened while you were away. He grew facial hair. He's become something of a silver fox. Yeah, I've seen, I, I, I saw the pictures of him and I saw a clip of him uh, being bearded. I've seen him a little bit bearded before, might I tell you. Really? Have you? When I met him on a plane coming from, I think, from Spain and he... Been on a desert island for no, some been. Um, he said he'd been trout fishing in Chile. Wow. Oh. Um, which is up there with smoking a cigar. It's almost salmon fishing in the Yemen, but not... <laughs> Did he turn... Yeah, this is before <laughs> salmon fishing in the Yemen. It was the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> did he turn left? I suspect he did. Uh, it, it wasn't that kind of a plane. It was um, it a was a sort jet. of a Ryanair type of a plane. Oh, okay. No, no, very much not a private jet. Okay. So he was, he was uh, you know, he was uh, slumming it, as they mm. say. Okay. People got very excited. There's been quite a media frenzy about Paxo's beard. Well, there's I, been a Twitter storm, I yeah. should imagine. I haven't seen... <laughs> Twitter storm. I what seen, is yeah. that? <laughs> a Twitter storm, you'd think, or it may have been a, a, a tremendous amount of analysis and wit. <laughs> what it is, is quite a lot of mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtagging. People say things yeah. like, check out Paxman's beard. 
You've got to do yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to do you've got more, to go than, more that. than that. If you're going to go into the written word, <laughs> you've got to do something rather than say, Paxman's beard's looking a bit grey. You need more than that. <laughs> yeah. It's about time they, they up their game a bit, the, t- the Twitter the but it's, been, yeah. it's been all over. The, it's, people have got, and then the press just quote the tweets, but it's, I haven't seen such media obsession with a beard since Katie Holmes got divorced. It's It's been all over the <laughs> oh. shop. Oh! <laughs> Well, did you see that picture of em- Emily, Emily Maitlis? Emily, yes. Emily yeah. Maitlis, yeah. Th- that, that she said she was going to grow a moustache just for a bit of yeah. a newsreader joke. And uh, they, they did a, a mock-up of her with a moustache. And I have to say, she looked hot, hot, <laughs> She hot. did look fantastic. <laughs> you see, some people it's suit a- it. Arancha Sanchez, Vicario, not so much. <laughs> no, but I have but. thought this before. I did um, Let's Dance for Comic Relief. I was there. And Jordan was on doing um, Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah, I want to be And she had the big tash, and it looked, it really suited her. Excellent. <laughs> So I think, you know, women are sort of across the board now, are anti-moustache. I just think, give it a try and have a look. It's women are anti-moustache, <laughs> yes, we are rather anti-moustache. Yeah, never mind, uh, fracking. Stop threading. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's my message. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Now, we were talking about Jeremy Paxman's beard. Mm. Which I've been enjoying as an exclamation. It sounds like something <laughs> Ron Burgundy would say. Paxman's <laughs> beard. Yeah, like uh, yeah, there is a beard one that used to be for yeah. us. That oh, by Odin's oh, beard it? or Thor's something beard like that. Something yeah, like that. It's, quite, it's beard, quite a maybe. satisfying thing to do with newsreaders. Nicholas Witchell's toadying sneer. Do you remember Perry White's <laughs> great Caesar's ghost? That was a good exclamation. <laughs> Perry White was the editor of the uh, Daily Planet. In oh Superman. yeah, that's where Superman worked. I've, I've only ever had one encounter with Jeremy Patchman, which is I was queuing behind have him you? in uh, in an a, a, a Indian restaurant in Edinburgh, Mother India. Oh yeah, and uh, and I loved that he was still Jeremy Patchman in public because there, there was a quite a long queue, and the uh, the waiter came up. There was, we were, he was ahead of us in the queue, and the waiter came up to him and said, "I'm really sorry, it's going to be another twenty minutes." Uh, to which Patsman went, you said that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's so how I want him to be. Well, was, I, I think he was him. treating that waiter like I he was saw Michael him Howard. I the barbers last week and exactly the same thing happened. <laughs> Stormed off and sure enough. Well, I... Um, I like the beard, Frank. I was at a test match with Jeremy Paxman. Oh, lovely. And, uh, and John Burt, the Director General of the BBC, said, I've just had uh, a message to say that John Manger has resigned... <laughs> And um, Jeremy Paxman turned around and he actually said, He's done what? (laughs) (laughs) Like they they do in the films. And they had to send a fast car so he could be whisked off. Wow. Oh, and my he was God, on, that's so glamorous. But he was on Newsnight that night, and he got, like, a bit of a stripy blazer on from his uh, test match <laughs> thing. He's, you know? he's done what is excellent yeah. work. Yeah. He's done what? <laughs> did, he, did he then say, what the? He didn't say what the. <laughs> he should have. <laughs> If he had have done, I'd have gone. I'd have said dot dot dot. <laughs> I imagine he'd have got quite aggressive. I have to say, um, I like the beard. It's quite sort of Sir Nicholas the Second. Yeah, he looks a bit like Ben Fogel. With it, there's a sort of he looks like a sort of slightly elder. Oh, do you think ben so? Fo- ben Fogel. Am I alone in this? You're looking at me like I'm a madman. No, no. I think he's got such a long face that he's a man who can grow a beard and not have to worry about it. <laughs> you know, it's at the other end of the room, as it were. His, his face is so long, his beard looks like chest hair. Does he even know he's got a beard? <laughs> he says he 
did it to make a point because he said he's fighting back. He said the BBC are very anti-beards and he calls it pognophobia. Apparently mm. it's a fear of beards. Yes. I don't believe that he did it as a protest. Is this <laughs> yeah, a dirty yeah, yeah. protest? <laughs> no, I think... He, didn't he think I haven't been in the papers for ages? Oh, do you think so? Yeah. Oh, it's got a bit Jerry Halliwell, <laughs> Jerry Maxman. <laughs> well, you know, we all have these moments <laughs> when we think that. I'm I just, like it when TV presenters... I think presenters, every day. No, but I like it when a TV presenter grows a beard. It points towards some... Possibly some private chaos going yeah. on in their lives. Yes. Well, They're implies, sleeping on yeah. the sofa, it's all gone a bit wrong. It's, it's sort of a, a, a delayed midlife crisis. Like the next yeah. thing, he'll open a microbrewery, he'll start a music blogging website just to show he's going to move to Shoreditch. Maybe yeah. he got really drunk and had, say, Gargar tattooed on his chin. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's, uh, he's stuck with it. Well, he's, he's got that nice thing because he's got grey hair, but the beard, there's still good patches of colour. So, it, so it's, it's like he's kind of going, yep, yeah, I'm still young. What about if he had I Love Poppers tattooed on his face <laughs> and he's at, at a party and he woke up the next morning and thought, Oh, my God! <laughs> I've done what? <laughs> and, uh, and he's had to grow a beard to cover it. That's what I like the sound of. Well, he was in that train carriage with you. <laughs> he, got, he got influenced. That's who it was. <laughs> it's all come back to me now, honestly. What, the confusion this morning has been... a lot. <laughs> Absolute... Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Hey, you know where we haven't wandered into this morning? I do. And you know why we haven't wandered into Email why? Corner? I can't find the jingle. Oh, we're we going to have to sing Should we do it acoustic style? Oh, God. Oh, no, no, I've, I've got it. Okay. Daisy. I've forgotten how to do this show. Have you? Yeah, it's too technical. I've, you know, it's I've like got... riding a bike. You're good at that. Oh. I've got buttons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Email Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I'd, was uh, me. Yeah, I thought I'd add a bit. Uh, like let's it. kick off with Celia Potter. Let's kick off here on Absolute Radio, <laughs> first Saturday of the season. We're rock and roll. That's another football promo. <laughs> Celia Potter, I like the sound of her. Celia Potter, that is a good name. She says, "Dear Frank, DM me in the cockerel." Apologies, Steve, but that's the way it goes. That's that's life. In a recent <laughs> podcast, you mentioned an old topic of things. Oh, we must have been a bit slow on news that week. <laughs> of things you don't believe in. I don't believe anyone's dreams when they say, "Guess what I dreamt last night." Mm. Well, this led me to wonder what little things you do believe in. My Auntie Anne, who is an educated, bright, successful woman, believes in fairies. She absolutely mm. swears down that as a child she saw one. What do you and your readers believe in? I like swears down. Yeah, I like yeah. that phrase, yeah. Yes. A lot of people believe in angels and things, don't they? I normally... Well, yeah. I don't... well I believe in God, you yeah, see. Once you believe yeah. in God, all bets are off. It's a tricky question, saying... What, I prefer what, God what to angels. What suspicions and myths do you believe in to, yeah. a, deep, to a deeply religious man? That's well, a tricky... Yeah, but, you know, I can oh, see yeah. why people would lump those with fairies and things. <laughs> I, uh, I much prefer God to fairies. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a general rule. Yeah, and I much prefer God to angels. Oh. I don't like angels. <laughs> I think it's very egotistical. It's like, I've got this special person looking after me, just me. That's what Angels is well, about. That, that, your version of Robbie Williams' song <laughs> would be very different. 
Yeah, mine would be uh, PAs. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Along <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I've got to pay my house bills <laughs> and I've got to book a train journey <laughs> and I can't find my socks. Yeah. I love, I'm loving PAs instead. <laughs> yeah. I'm hiring PAs <laughs> instead. <laughs> Little tip for all of you there. Get a she, do, she does offer you protection as well. She does, not since I've settled down. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I do, as I mentioned on here before, I do, my last uh, remaining superstition is I do salute magpies. Do yes, you absolutely. But yeah, I don't say good morning, Mr Magpie, because I think it's a bit sexist. We're told to do that. I can't because no. I can't sex them at sight. <laughs> I just oh um, god! I just um, I just That's never occurred to me. I do say hello, Mr. Magpie. How are the wife and kids? And I've never realised before. Yeah, what you I, don't I, I, say, female magpie. Yeah. Female magpie is quite people are going to think about. you're yeah. some sort of eccentric. Well, I do. I tell you what, if there's people about, I do a really <laughs> just like I'm slightly scratching my uh, eyebrow, but I am saluting. I'll make that absolutely clear. Really? I will not pass a single magpie without a salute. It's tricky because I live next door to Alan Pardew, so I have to say hello. Mr. Oh, excellent! I think he's going to say Alan Partridge. Yeah, got really confused. He's got the wrong bird. The big fool. There's a Tumblr account called I'm Alan Partridge, which mixes Partridge quotes. And can I say a Tumblr is a type mm. of pigeon? <laughs> this is the most ornithological link I've ever done. <laughs> now we've had a few more uh, texts on the uh, on the chores issue. What I chores? Think. Uh, I'll have a glass of wine. Okay. What with a oh. meal? <laughs> Do you like okay. to just curl up on the sofa? Nice what, glass of wine. Oh, with a nice glass of red, like a man pump. on a dating Please. website. Nice Pinot Noir. Oh, I've God. heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Uh, Mike, Mike in Oxford has texted to say his favourite chore is hoovering an essentially already clean floor. His least favourite, cleaning the toilet in a shared house, the domestic equivalent of diffusing a bomb. Mm, Which sounds yeah. like some kind of passive-aggressive comment to his flatmates. I can't see any joy in hoovering an already clean floor. You don't get any sense of having There's what no you've done. Yeah, yeah. I can't see any joy in hoovering now, days. What about, what about hovering? <laughs> <laughs> I've always dreamt of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've had some, uh, some tweets. Marcus Borg said his least favourite chore is mowing the lawn as next door's cat regularly leaves the feline version of landmines. I thought they buried it, cats. I thought they did. I don't think that's a cat you've I got think, on your yeah, hands. Yeah, that's a goose that's, that's <laughs> laying, blaming the cat. Or just a very angry neighbour. <laughs> or maybe a small angry neighbour. <laughs> also possible. Peter the wild I, character. This is a, a, a slightly worrying thing, but I don't have a cover on my Kindle. Oh, yeah. So when I put it on the bedside table at night, last week I thought to myself, you know, this is going to start to get really dusty mm. <laughs> and then i thought oh no of course you won't it's like a different page every night <laughs> <laughs> now that is and then i thought ah, <laughs> why did i ever think that <laughs> so that is a worry i've tell you what i've also taken to is when i've put the rubbish out when i walk past pass back into the flat yeah. just before i close the door i shout and stay out it's <laughs> <laughs> very satisfying and gets a laugh, you do gets a laugh the first time <laughs> <laughs> not the ninth you know i think bins are barbaric anyway why can't they invent something better an old black sack in the corner with all tuna and beans it's disgusting I used to live in a block of flats in the... If, if you put, oh, if you put them down you. a chute... <laughs> when you stick them down Mr. a chute... Mr Man of the People Hall. 
Crikey. It's <laughs> just turned into a class war unexpectedly. <laughs> I've gone a bit room 101. Yeah. But the, it's so satisfying. If a bin travels down the chute and you hear it travel down the slide and it thunks into the, into the collective uh, uh, bin at the bottom of the flats, that's awesome. And when it gets stuck halfway, I want to cry. You put the bin down the chute. You just put Press the bag. You put the bag and it, and it, it goes down a little that's slide. Right. No, that is lovely. It's mm. a nice feeling where you yeah. go down. Oh, yeah. And it's, and it's like, like before, you know, it's like a, it's a little water slide for, for rubbish <laughs> to yeah. get to have a nice time. Do you think of that man with the glasses on in that advert going to offices on the water slide? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But, like, if he was rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Which obviously, can I say, he isn't. <laughs> yeah. We've had a lot of uh, people who still believe. In yeah. life after love. <laughs> no. They have strange suspicions. You know, we were talking earlier. Superstitions. Yeah, superstitions. Um, she has... We've got Philip Bailey. Hello, I never say Bloody Mary three times into a mirror in case she is summoned. Plus, I'm not keen on the beverage. <laughs> That's an old superstition. Is it? I've never yeah. heard that. Which Bloody Mary they, would they be talking yeah. about? Mary... Um, queen of Scots? No, is no. Oh. Isn't it Mary the Queen who killed all the Protestants? Isn't that Bloody Mary? Oh, I'm showing know. my ignorance there. Come on, Steve. I, do, I should know. I'm... Uh, you're not going to Tudor, is that? Yeah, is that maybe right? it is. It's going to be the one after all the um, after Henry um, got rid of a few Catholics. Yeah. Then didn't she take over for a bit and get rid of her? Oh a lot yeah, of no, you're right, Frank. She did. She I did. Think she did. Well my, done. My kind of gal. Can <laughs> <laughs> I say that? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And um, you come with Emily Dean and Steve Hall. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen. Follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, <laughs> or you can uh, email us through the Absolute website. When I uh, when the show um, when I was thinking about what to play, mm. I thought I need a song that says that I'm glad to be you know that it's good to be back. Isn't that glad to be gay? You, did you know you? something about you know me saying like. The, Hello, you know it's good. To, it's the boys good are back to in town. Good. No, to no, be I back. know where. Uh, 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 I yes. couldn't. I couldn't think of one. <laughs> um, I'm glad to hear that. Yes, it's it's good that nothing. So, opera. <laughs> what? Opera Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> darling. Oprah. Opera Winfrey went into. Uh, <laughs> a, you a, can't just go that's around. The American pronunciation. Pretending to be American. Willy nilly. No, no, but that's an American. They call her. Oprah, don't they? Yeah, they also say albino, which you do for some strange yeah. reason as well. And they say David uh, Bowie. They do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Grand old opera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, okay. She, no, no, I like your strange pronunciation. It's what a, makes you you. I have to say, she's a desperately fortunate woman, isn't she? <laughs> you think <laughs> so? <laughs> Why? Well, because she's perfectly fine oh. as, a, as a presenter and interviewer. Yeah. I mean, she's absolutely fine. Is she any better than Trisha, for example? <laughs> is she, though? I don't think she is. She's fine. But she's like this multi-powerful, yeah. most powerful woman in America. How did that happen? There is a whole she's very well small elite branch of showbiz of people who have no discernible specialities <laughs> at all who become massive, massive, massive. Well, the competition wasn't that strong. You had, you had Ricky Lake. 
who wasn't that great. <laughs> Sa- Sally, Jesse, Raphael, not that but strong. Even so, oh, why did Steve, any of a lot them... of uh, daytime TV uh, watching, yeah. I see. <laughs> why did any of them have to become the most powerful person? She's you know, the most powerful person in television, and that should be the most talented person in television. I'm not putting myself this forward. Awkward. This is getting really awkward. <laughs> anyway. Well, she's it, got a lot of money. It did remind me of Mark Monkeo saying to me, uh, my, my daughter was born under a lucky star. Lionel Blair had the flat upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell oh, that joke. Monk you can House. certainly tell that joke with Oprah Winfrey, I think. Yeah, no, she's I don't got nothing. She's fine. I'm not saying she's no good. She's, she's a, fine. She's a very rich fine. She is very rich. There's all no padlock on the fridge, though. Um, she <laughs> had what I call well, this I week. People are listening into this. Um, I'm going to call this um, MSD. Which is major shop disrespect. I should imagine Oprah's people spend all day going, can you believe this is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Most powerful. Yeah, yeah. she went into a, she a, was snubbed. a shop in, was it Switzerland? It was Zurich, Zurich, and she was there for Tina Turner's wedding, of course. Oh, yeah. And she decided she wanted to buy a bag <laughs> for Tina Turner's wedding. I love that Tina Turner's getting married. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> um, and... She saw this bag that she liked, didn't she? And asked for the assistant to... This is this was her version of events, we should say, because the shop assistant has absolutely denied it. But she said, the woman said, um, it was too expensive and she wouldn't show it to her. Right. She wouldn't get it down. This bag that she wanted for Tina's wedding. It cost £25,000, I believe. OK. Um, she said, I'll cro- show you... It was crocodile leather. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Elton that John. Was a, that, was a, that was a great film, wasn't it? <laughs> that was Paul Hogan when he got a lot older and spent, spent a lot of time on the beach. <laughs> when you say a lot older, what, 18 months? <laughs> um, but it was from the Jennifer Aniston range, so Oprah was so what? upset. I didn't even know there was a Jennifer Aniston it's range. It's by Tom Ford. She, she doesn't have an acting range. So it's by Tom Ford. Look, is it by Jennifer Aniston or is it by Tom it's Ford? It's by Tom Ford and it's called Jennifer Aniston. What, what is a participation in it. The bag has been named yeah. after her and inspired by it's her. It's a bag that looked good in the 90s. It was inspired. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I mean, Jennifer Aniston. Frank, stop uh, him. Jennifer Aniston is a very attractive woman, but it would be great if, if the bag had a top on it, which was had a, had a sort of party. In a bit. <laughs> if, it, if it's going to be inspired by Jennifer Aniston, surely it should be uh, bitter and associated with sadness and loss. <laughs> She's getting married now. Yeah, but you know, there's still a feeling, isn't there, even on the day she'll be thinking well, it's not Brad is he yeah oh do you think she so? might do a Ross and Rachel she might <laughs> say she might say Brad's name instead of I I mean I I, I think she's really attractive Jennifer so Aniston, do I but um I, I haven't seen her I haven't seen her bags <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner absolute radio excellent tweet uh, on the subject of uh, suspicions and, and myths superstitions and things. yes will you two stop saying suspicions or, or I'm going to go there's a reason for it which <laughs> we'll was, discuss yeah okay. I think it was, it was originally put in as, yeah. <laughs> anyway uh, anyway so, yeah, superstitions it's a tongue twister there. it's not even a, it's just a word I can't pretend that a word's a tongue twister <laughs> no that's unacceptable uh, uh, so on the subject of superstitions mm. uh, East, just calling himself Easter as in Barry's superstition <laughs> you know that <laughs> 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 Barry superstition. <laughs> uh, Easter says, uh, "I talk through the lyrics." Easter. That's all. Ever it's a Twitter handle. Okay, uh, they didn't give a, a, a real name. Yeah. Uh, I talk through the lyrics of "The Lord is My Shepherd" as the plane rolls down the runway. Also wow. weird, as I'm in the RAF. 
Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Oh. Can that be... Oh, dear. That would freak out That's your worrying. co-pilot. Yeah. The Lord is My Shepherd is the anthem of West Bromwich Albion, by the way. Oh. Hmm. Do they play that before every game, then? They don't play it, but they go, The Lord's my ship. Or sometimes, oh, The Lord's lovely. my ship. <laughs> not much. He makes me do, do like. Yeah, they haven't done that one for a while, but maybe it'll come back. Oh. I, for I'm one, sure, would be happy I'm sure it's it. what he would have wanted. I, like, I, love um, a, I love a staccato hymn. Yes, me too. <laughs> Chris White has tweeted us. Chris White? I don't believe that a swan could break a man's arm. Load of nonsense. Yeah, I've heard that. And I, it, it, does they do when it with their... It's one of those when you stop and think about it, mm. it does seem a bit unlikely. <laughs> it's a bit like Johnny Cash's story that he got back on drugs because he uh, painkillers he had to use after his ostrich broke his arm uh, in, a, in, a, in a fight. Mm. In an ostrich fight. He wears black. <laughs> ostrich, even ostriches does don't wear, black. wear all black. Even ostriches, <laughs> they, they have a bit of white on top. Oh, then monochrome, and, right. a, and a purple legging, I think, <laughs> on an ostrich. They inspired, I could be they wrong inspired about the kids from Fame. Did they? Yeah. The they leg li- they the liked 80s. a feather and a spangle. If you're a naturalist, I don't um, reprimand. I don't want to be ostracised. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> did we find out about Bloody Mary, by the way? Uh, okay. I think we I did. Think, did someone say... Someone emailed, didn't they? Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte emailed and explained it's the daughter of Henry VIII. Yeah, the but that's a different Bloody Mary, I think. No, Bloody Mary. No, that's right. Catherine of Aragon's daughter, yes. But Bloody Mary is something different. Bloody Mary was the oh, so queen. So you're disagreeing with Charlotte's email. She was mm. queen for a bit and she, she killed a lot of Protestants. Yes. This is what she, so but I think the suspicious, and I use that term correctly in this instance, Bloody Mary, is so in, in like a folklore thing. I think that's different. Anyway, ah. text us if there's another Bloody Mary, because I think there is. Charlotte <laughs> says that this, uh, the daughter of Henry VIII had the highest kill rate for the year she was queen. Okay. Mm. Respect. And, she, and everyone <laughs> she killed, she put in a little dash of Worcester sauce. <laughs> you... Oh, what you about... see, I completely went for that. Frank, can we not go back to the shop in Zurich with Oprah Winfrey in the Jennifer Aniston bag worth £25,000? I'm just going to play... Yes, I want to go back there. OK, <laughs> so do I. Because um, I think we need to sort this out. I'm also <laughs> taking uh, Charlotte, uh, not, what's she called? Cheryl Just Tweedy back into the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> I don't like these things lingering. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're in Zurich currently. We're in a store with <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, and she wants to see the Jennifer Aniston bag by Tom Ford. Mm. It's £25,000. The lady, the assistant, has said no. Allegedly. Allegedly. Has said no. Yeah, very important we say that. Allegedly, according to Oprah, has said no. She won't get the bag down for her. Mm. Now, obviously, this became something of a story. Oprah talked about it. Oprah actually said, usually salespeople rejoice when I come to them. I bet they do. They're always hoping that she's going to buy one for every member of her, of her audience. Yeah. So she would go, you get a crocodile handbag. You get a crocodile handbag. You get a crocodile handbag. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a shame because I bet she was all set up to say, "Give me a crocodile handbag and make it snappy," <laughs> <laughs> and then the woman spoilt it by saying no when she's halfway through the punchline, and that's what's really—I mean—that is annoying. <laughs> she also said people usually press their noses against the window to see me shopping. Did she say mm. that? I must admit, she's not. Um, <laughs> it's not exactly Rosa Parks going to the back <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, bus, yeah. is this? This is, uh, this is the twenty-five thousand pound handbag that I want it's for Tina Turner's <laughs> wedding. 
tragedy. It's sounding a little more Kanye West. Yeah. You should be honoured by my lateness. That's yeah, what it's sounding like. Yes. First they came for, my, for our crocodile handbag <laughs> and I did nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the nature of what she was buying <clears throat> was, was unfortunate in terms of the point yeah. she was trying to make. But wh- who knows what really happened, Frank? But well, I felt, the I felt, woman's... Po- sorry, Steve. I felt quite sorry for the shop assistant. Cause she, yeah. uh, there was, did you see the quote in the news where she said, she said that Oprah Winfrey cannibalised her. Yes. That's the word she used. Maybe we think some kind of Armin <laughs> Mivers tribute act. I think that sounds like she might be racist. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. I don't know why someone as powerful as her should cannibalise me on TV. But you see... Well, why choose that as a, <laughs> as a verb? Unless, unless it's a comment on Oprah's size. Yeah, exactly. Do you ever get that, Frank? I don't wish to be unkind. I, you know what? I've had ex- virtually exactly this. I was. I used to hire a shop... Uh, not a shop. I used to hire a um, office oh, yeah. in Piccadilly. It's actually um, it was Sandy Toxvig's office. Lovely. And I bet um, you're okay for waistcoats. I, <laughs> I hired it. For, I don't know if she was doing waistcoats in those in those days. Oh. But anyway, um, I uh, I hired it from Sandy. Oh. And uh, so I used to go and write there, and I was there, and then I got. Um, somebody phoned up and said, do you want to go to this do tonight? And it was quite a fancy do. And I knew I wouldn't have a chance to go home. And I had trousers, like a non-jeans type trousers on, but I had a T-shirt on and I thought, I need a shirt. Mm. And I don't have long to get it. So there was a shop, there was a shop in Piccadilly and it was one of those really posh shops. And I thought, I'd never normally go in here. And it's going to be expensive, but I, I really want to go to this thing. So I just, I went across t-shirt on and stuff and i said to the guy i need to look at some shirts he said um i don't think you'll be able to afford anything in here. <gasps> oh. and the young assistant was sort of going oh, i think he'd recognized me and the older guy um hadn't and i said uh, i'm not worried about i'm not being able to afford them i'm, I'm worried about the uh, the not very nice nature of the shirts because <laughs> there was i said like, there was one there that was pink and white stripes and a white collar. One of those. It was uh, those kind oh, of shirts. Yeah. You know, you. Th- th- so the man who drive a toad of toad hall yeah. car. Lots of hanging out at Henley. Sort mm. of posh people who um, who buy stuff that isn't very nice when they could buy stuff that was nice. Posh people that have to live in Battersea and not the country. Well, I don't know. Even the very posh. You see, I'm not going to name um, brands. So I don't want to put you in a difficult position, Emily. But one okay. says... Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Like those, the, you know, the, the sunglasses with big chunks of horrible gold on yeah. it. And stuff that looks like... Um, I know. Like um, yacht wear. It's when they have a portcullis <laughs> down the side of the sunglasses. Yeah, but, but those sort of blazers. And, and you just yeah, think, that's really horrible. But um, they don't know any better, the poor souls. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to buy it. And it was one of those shops. So, you know, I, I feel uh, Oprah's... I'm calling her Oprah now. That's how much I've empathised. <laughs> I, I feel her pain. <laughs> yeah, I think it's indigestion. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank, I haven't seen you in a while. No, it's been two, three weeks. Mm. It's... <laughs> it's been tough. I know. I feel you need a little recap on what I've been up to. I do need a little recap. <laughs> You're quite right. Like a sort of... I, I had this olive and I thought it was pitted. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't. It took the end right off it. This is like your previously on ER moment. Mm. <laughs> New readers start here yeah. is how I like to think of it. Okay. So I've been in Edinburgh for the last uh, two or three... Is it two or three weeks, Bob? 
Three weeks. He's my sort of companion on this jaunt. Oh, OK. Yeah, did, you, did you advertise for a travelling companion <laughs> that I, uh, I used to do in uh, Victorian England? He's my Tonto. Um, and um, I'm doing a show with Russell Kane. Mm-hmm. We're working up there together, enjoying it enormously. It's going splendidly. Thank you very much for asking. Steve might not know that I used to Russell Kane in... Uh, <laughs> In the Caribbean, back in the 1920s. <laughs> it's one of his lies, Steve. It's a long story. <laughs> <clears throat> he likes to lie. How but stay in a different hotel every time. Me lie? Thank. Mm. I stay in a different hotel every single time. Do so you? Bit, yeah. Why? Bob, why? Are you, is there a fat one? Bob was in charge of How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've Sorry, been eating Oprah. no carbs. Sorry, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> different hotel each time. So a bit of a drive-by scenario going on, mm. which is good because you don't need to tip so heavily, I find. It's also good because I think if you stay in any hotel for more than about a week, you'll start finding faults. Well, yeah. it's interesting you should say that, my friend, okay. because I've already started finding fault. I'd been there 40 minutes and I started <laughs> finding fault. Okay. It was, it was less a hotel and more what I would call a very, very posh service department. When I say service, so you have a man bringing room service and you have porters and things. Oh, it was posh, thank. But it was too big. And that was my first complaint. (laughs) He showed me upstairs. There were so many rooms. I know this sounds bad, but there were too many rooms. There was too much to do. I looked at him and said, the lights are over there. So he was Scottish. Let's do the accent. Lights (laughs) over there. The blinds there. I said, hang on, hang on. I said, this is too big. I feel really stressed about this. I said, this is like Downton Abbey. I feel like I'm running a house. (laughs) This is like too many notes, Mozart. (laughs) (laughs) I said, what happens? There's a boiler. I don't want a boiler. I don't want that responsibility. I don't want to take responsibility for a boiler. I think that's what the assistant said in Zurich. <laughs> so okay, we, I presume you weren't expected to do maintenance on it. <laughs> I said that. I said I haven't got time because I found it really stressful. I said I feel like Dame Maggie Smith. I've been given some. I need a degree you in land. You've you right? you said you've only got to bleed it every forty. Yeah. Years. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fine. I just said there's so many lights to be turned on and off. I didn't want this much space. Oh, fabulous! So he it's said, like "You're well, like the Goldilocks of accommodation." There was a lot to do. Three stars. There was a lot to do. So I said, all right. I said, well, you better go down now. I better get started on all the stuff I've got to do. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I genuinely said that. So then I said, look, you know what would help if you could get me a coffee? He said, we don't do coffee. I said, what do you do? He goes, we only serve uh, alcohol in the rooms. (laughs) What? I said, what? (laughs) I'm glad to see I said, I don't want alcohol. A lot of people think that uh, Scotland has lost its <laughs> national characteristics with all the uh, tourism, but no, they've stopped with it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can we go back to Edinburgh briefly? Yeah, I just need to tell you how this is. So I'm in this very posh flat in Edinburgh. It's too big. I, I'm finding the maintenance of it exhausting, <laughs> and I've made that very clear to the man. Mm, you have. I've asked for a coffee. He said, we want to do alcohol. So that's it. I think he might have even offered me an Irish coffee at one point. <laughs> well, that's, uh, I like that compromising in a yeah. debate. I said, I don't want alcohol. I just want a coffee. He said, there's a coffee machine there. I said, but I'm in a hotel. I want a man bringing it on a tray and I sign a paper. That's, that's why I like being in a hotel. Mm. I wasn't having it. Anyway, so then I said, look, I'm really hungry. And I didn't realise, <laughs> I didn't realise that this was an apartment. He said, well, there's nothing really. McEwen's? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I meant he like said, solids. So solids <laughs> on a weekend. <laughs> he said, there's a supermarket down the road. I said, I don't want to do a weekly shop. It's 11 o'clock at night. I don't feel safe. Mm. So then he said, we've got a banana downstairs if that helps. If that helps. <laughs> I don't want to help. I just what, want the food. hotel well, banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a singular. Mm. I like that he's got no idea who he's messing with. So he's saying it there's a supermarket down there. Oh. He's, but he, he has got an idea. He's thinking posh English bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all gone a bit Oprah with the bag, it hasn't has, it? It has. Well, in the end, it was very difficult because then it was great because things went wrong. So I felt really justified because I went to bed, pulled the blind down. It came clean off in my hand. It was like Mr Bean. <laughs> then the headboard oh. fell on me. Oh, oh. I rung downstairs. I said, I said, look, I am so stressed. I was almost crying by this point. Yeah. I said, I've never been so stressed in my life. This hotel, everything is going wrong. Oh, there were too many lights to turn on. That's why they only serve alcohol. They have to get everyone drunk <laughs> enough to not mind. Mm. I said, the bed's collapsed on me and the blinds come off in my hand. When you said the bed's collapsed on me, <laughs> did he go... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, and did he suddenly, did he melt when he saw no, the damsel in distress? He okay. said, oh dear madam. <laughs> he didn't melt at all. It's like that he stopped with madam, though. Yeah, he did. That sounds like he's related to the cockerel's mother. Well, when I left, stuff like that. Yeah. I got my revenge, Steve, because I said to the guy, can you make sure Mark gets this? I gave him ten Scottish pound notes. Yeah. And... He said, I said, there you go. I said, bye, Mark, thank you. And he said, his name's Ali. <laughs> so I'd got his name wrong, but I didn't care. You got he, ten quid, though. Yeah, you got ten quid. For treating you like <laughs> rubbish. Yeah. I know. No, there's something wrong there. Sorry, my life. That's bad. <laughs> You'll put it in expenses. I always get nervous if I complain in a hotel. The only hotel I've ever complained about how bad it was was the one in Sydney. I don't mm. know. If, can I name it if we're far away? The, ob the obs no. Nope. No. I won't say it. Uh, and... Uh, I complained because it was disastrous, and then when I left, they'd cloned my credit card. Oh, and I couldn't help but link the two. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So I was, I was uh, filming this week for a, um, a film about performance art. Oh. And when I'm... No, I, occasionally, when you're filming, you have you know you have ideas about how things might be improved. <laughs> oh dear! You know you start this. You find yourself you start a lot of sentences with the phrase, "Wouldn't it make more sense?" Dot mm. dot dot. Anyway, uh, but it, I thought it went fine. I thought it, it was all mm. quite amiable. And, and one of the scenes had a robber duck in it. What is this thing you're doing? Well, it's a, it was about sort of, you know, uh, avant-garde performance art, the Dardaris oh. movement. And we're back in Zurich. <laughs> and, um, sh the woman said, oh, you can, I'll give you the rubber dock at the end for your, for your baby. And I thought, oh, that's nice. Oh. So anyway, um, we had a couple of debates about how things should be shot. And I, I noticed that the rubber dock, was sort of receding a bit and it sort of got put away mm. <laughs> like oh actually you're being a bit awkward maybe uh, <laughs> maybe i'll punish your child <laughs> so uh, i mean i could have imagined that to be fair because i'm quite paranoid but when we left <laughs> you, you think but when we left she i said well, it was really i really enjoyed that which i had i'd had a really nice day mm. and she said to me yes thank you and, and thank you for all your advice uh, oh. And I thought, oh, have I overstepped? And I really thought I was being nice. So you can't. Oh. So did you get? You didn't? Did you get the duck? 
I didn't get the dog. Did I? She's like the soup Nazi in Seinfeld. No duck for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I thought we'd had a nice time. Anyway, speaking of docking, um, that's what Ed Miliband should have done. Oh, he got week. egged. He, he got, got egged. So forlorn. Did you see it? Well, he, he was, was smiling. He was doing that thing that people that, do of yeah. smiling. I don't mind. I'm fine being. I happy. thought he dealt with it well. At least he didn't punch someone. <laughs> I'd rather he'd have punched someone. Yeah. If I, I noticed the man who threw it, by the way, had a shaven head. He did. <laughs> and was wearing sportswear. We'll what I like, more. when an egg gets thrown, why is there always an observer? I watched the tape some, a few times, actually. There's always someone going, hey, hey, hey. There was a hey, yeah, hey, yeah. hey. And a slightly screaming woman. Yeah. That was, I think that was Noddy Holder. Because he did it quite dis- indiscriminately. So there was, a, there was a, an old lady near Miliband who also got covered in egg. And mm. that's, that's where I think it's out of order. If you're going to throw an egg, be a better shot. Only get the politician you're aiming for. Also, he was protesting about the treatment of the homeless. There's a lot of homeless. Mm. I'd love a nice egg. <laughs> Oh, I'm really homeless. Think, oh, nice. I like nice fried egg <laughs> and maybe a meringue, <laughs> and then people throwing them in the street. I think the, an egg's a strange choice of weapon. Uh, why do people always go to that? It's so route one or get an egg. It's a bit hard. What about a sardine? Well? That would be better. <laughs> Much better. It would leave a smell. Yeah. Or uh, a plum tomato. Because that breaks on contact. I understand that's why they've gone for the egg. I know, but that, it's, the, it's the hard exterior of the egg makes yeah. it more, or more unpleasant. I imagine mm. they, they hurt. Have you ever been egged? Yes. Um, have you been egged? Mm. I was a student in Brighton. I had a mini skirt on. Oh, well, you're oh. asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> George, George Skinner. <laughs> that's what the police said. Well, that's... Um, mm. my, the only good thing about it is it's, it's about the only time now you get the word pelted in the press <laughs> is if there are eggs. Yeah, since the, fur, the since the fur industry has declined. Anyway, I mean, whatever you think of Ed, that's not, that's not acceptable. I mean, shaven head sportswear. Let's face it, that's the only kind of debating skills they've got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> OK. That's it, really. Thanks very much if you did stick with it. Thanks for that as well. <laughs> and if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. Will you get out? <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.